Hi everyone, welcome to the Human Again podcast. It's good to be back after a short break. I want to jump right in and say, whatever you're going through, whatever's going on in your life right now, it's going to be okay. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but give it enough time and the things that seem unbearable right now will be much less substantial. They are manageable. There will be a day when you can look back on them and recognize how difficult they were while also being grateful that you're in a better spot after going through them. You may have a hard time believing that, but please know that things will get better if you give them time. The reason I start with that is because I've been noticing a theme over the past month that more and more of the people I know have been going through some sort of crisis or period of serious discouragement. The exact details vary with each, but just seems like everyone is feeling a heaviness. They're tired of having to be strong. They're worried about the future. They're depressed. They're disappointed with what they see around them and they're disappointed with what they see in their own life. If that resonates with you, please know that you're not alone and you're not crazy. The things you're dealing with are serious and are enough to make anyone want to give up. You don't have to pretend things are okay and you don't have to refuse help. It doesn't mean you're weak or worthless if you need a break or if you need support from a friend. If you don't relate to those feelings, please be mindful of people around you who do. Recognize that many of them may just need someone to listen without judging or giving advice. Be available and try to understand why they feel the way they do. I'm not sure why it is that everyone seems to be going through a difficult time right now. I imagine some of it is largely a result of the way the year has gone so far. Everyone is tired and ready for life to resume the way we thought it would at the beginning of the year. People are tired of constant tension with others and constantly being reminded how much disagreement there is even within their own social network. They're worried about what their employment or income will look like in the future. Many of us are discouraged from seeing how things just seem to drag on and there's no clear timeline for when we'll be able to do certain activities again. Many of us are disappointed to see how poorly others are dealing with important issues and how division seems as prevalent as ever. Even beyond specific issues, there just seems to be a pervasive mood of discontentment and anxiety in society at large. You can't talk to anyone without mentioning something that's disappointing or at least just feeling a general uneasiness and societal depression. I think one of the most concerning and dangerous factors coming out of all this is a sense of hopelessness. Grit and intelligence are helpful, but I believe hope is the key ingredient we all need in order to make it through difficult times and be able to utilize those other capacities. The thing I'm noticing in many of my friends and the challenges they're facing is they're losing hope. They're starting to believe there's no reason to keep moving forward. 
They don't see the point of continuing to fight or endure because it seems like things will never improve. They're starting to think the challenges that they're going through will last forever. Take this road far enough and the end result is despair. If you have no hope, you feel powerless to change your situation, and everything you do feels meaningless. If you have hope, you can take on almost anything without getting tired because you know it's moving you towards something and that the current difficulty is only temporary. Hope is not just wishing something would happen, or a sense of optimism about the future, or pretending everything is okay and that all the problems you're facing will disappear. This may not be a literal or official definition, but the way I think of hope is more about a confidence that the present situation is temporary and that what we do in it will be meaningful in the future. Hope is the feeling that it's worth it to endure the current circumstances for the sake of what's on the other end. That there's something valuable ahead even if the difficulty doesn't go away or things don't resolve exactly the way you want. I think there's an aspect of delayed gratification to it as well. It's a forward-looking perspective that sees the value of what's coming in the future so you can get through the difficulties and confusion of the present. From a Christian perspective, we get hope from the belief that the world isn't all there is. The fact that there's eternity beyond this fleeting life makes it possible to face the darkest parts knowing they're temporary and will not have the last word. Hope is closely tied to faith in this sense because they're both about trusting there's something bigger at work beyond what we can see in the present. In the famous faith chapter of Hebrews 11, there are many people mentioned who did amazing things or faced severe trials and persecution because of the confidence they had that there's something else better ahead. Likewise, the same is true for martyrs throughout history. They faced death and torture with resolve and fearlessness because they had hope in something better ahead even if their circumstances at the time were miserable and unrelenting. Hope isn't just about these big life-or-death situations, though. Our sense of hope even affects many of our everyday actions and routines. Your satisfaction while doing difficult work is largely tied to hope. If you're in a very tough season of work, you probably feel anxious or angry or exhausted if you don't have hope of the season ending and returning to a more manageable level. That happened to me a year or so ago when we went from a really slow period into the busiest time I had ever experienced up to that point in a matter of days. The first couple of weeks were okay because I recognized it was just a challenging time and things often come in waves, so I embraced it the best I could. As it continued on for several weeks without showing any signs of slowing down, though, it started to weigh on me more and more. I was physically and mentally tired from working more to keep up with it, but what made it especially difficult was not being able to see how things would get better. When I started to feel better was when we started working on hiring additional help to alleviate some of the strain. Even while I was just as busy for a while, 
simply knowing that the stress and workload would start to go down re-energized me because I knew my current struggles would be over eventually. On the other hand, I've worked jobs in the past where there are challenges and difficulties that never showed any signs of going away in the future. There would sometimes be issues that leaders refused to address or change, and no matter how hard I tried to improve it or turn things around, I kept hitting the same dead end, and the problem would persist. The real issue was that this got me to believe that there was no hope of the problem going away. And consequently, I wanted to leave so I didn't have to endure the constant grinding of problems that would never go away. It could be that the problems were actually easy to resolve, or would go away shortly after, but as long as I believed that they were never going to get better, it only made me want to leave the situation. Hope is harder to have the longer you have to wait, and the more difficult your present situation. One of the reasons for that is because your brain and body respond to threats in an all-or-nothing way. We go into survival mode, and so everything in us wants to focus entirely on the stressor until it's gone. When a virus or foreign object infects us, our bodies start prioritizing killing it and getting it out of our system. That's why we sneeze and cough and lose energy and have changes to our appetite when we're sick. The entire body focuses on eliminating the danger, even if we wish we could just ignore it and not feel the symptoms so we can carry out the plans we had for the day and feel normal. Our biological default is to redirect all our resources toward threats and challenges in order to remove them as quickly as possible. If you see an external threat, like someone coming toward you with a weapon, your body automatically goes into fight-or-flight mode and pumps you up with adrenaline, primes your muscles for moving quickly, and focuses less on things like abstract reasoning or digestion. That's great when there's a real threat and you need to act fast. You don't want to spend two minutes just thinking about what to do when someone is swinging a sword at you. The problem is when we see our present life circumstances as threats, and the same system kicks in, but they don't actually help to solve the problem, and instead just make us more anxious and less able to focus or problem solved. This is a problem firstly because we end up exaggerating the significance of the issue and make it seem like it will never go away. When all our attention is focused on that one thing, we start to have difficulty imagining reality without that thing. The other reason it's problematic for all our attention to go toward the problem is that some problems simply need time to be resolved. We may quickly exhaust all the options available for us to improve the situation in the short term, but our minds and bodies are still full of stress and anxiety because it's not completely resolved yet, even though there's nothing else productive we can do to fix it. If we stay in that frame of mind, the longer the problem lasts, the bigger the toll it takes on our well-being, because we never truly rest or let our bodies relax from being on high alert. The best thing to do in that case is recognize you've done all you can and trust that more progress will be made over time. That's easier said than done, though, because it requires conscious effort to choose a different path than our default reaction. 
I've often fought this battle when things don't go the way I planned. A large part of my job is ensuring each transaction keeps moving forward efficiently and hits its expected deadlines. When something goes wrong or something unexpected comes up and it's no longer possible to hit the deadline anymore, my body tries to tell me that I should get stressed out and become anxious to resolve the problem. Even if there's literally no way I can change the situation or bring about the desired result anymore. It's taken time and repeated practice to train myself to respond differently in those moments, recognizing I can't change the circumstances. I have to choose to focus on what I can control and what I can do to make the situation better going forward, rather than worrying about how I don't like the way things turned out. If I keep dwelling on it, I will convince myself it's a much bigger problem than it really is which will create a self-perpetuating cycle of stress and make it even harder to move forward productively. The principle is the same for any situation. We need to slow down enough to see the problem within its larger context and not rely on our emotions or gut reaction to get an accurate picture of its significance. Then we can endure the short-term discomfort because we see it as part of a larger picture and will not always be as heavy as it feels right now. Often just time itself will help resolve the problem and smooth out its peaks. Once we've gotten out of the initial shock and emotion and adrenaline that the issue first brought up, we can see more clearly that the problem isn't as unbearable or impossible to solve as we first thought. So how does all of this connect to hope? Hope is the key that allows us to slow down and look at the bigger picture rather than getting tunnel vision on the present situation. In the example of me worrying about missed deadlines at work, hope looks like recognizing that the disappointment of the moment is temporary and that ultimately the transaction will still work out despite the inconvenience. You can almost think of hope like soft time traveling. You're not actually going to the future, but you're looking ahead to realize there will be a time when the current troubles and stressors don't seem nearly as big or scary, and you're taking some of that perspective from your future self back to the present. Think about it the other way around. What were you worried about yesterday, or last week, or last month, or last year? You've probably forgotten about a lot of the things that seemed unbearable at some point in the past. If you do remember, they probably still take up much less of your energy and focus now. Over time, you learned how to deal with them, or the things you were worried about never happened or went away, or you gained perspective and saw that it isn't as terrible as you imagined. If you have a journal or notes from the past, I encourage you to look at some of them and notice what worried you in the past. Compare that with how you feel about those issues now. I find it a little funny going through one of my journals and remembering how worried I was about various tests and papers when I was in school. Those were my main focus at the time, so I spent a lot of time and energy making sure I got the grade I wanted or wondering how I was going to get through everything by the end of the semester. In the end, I got through it all relatively painlessly, 
and how well I did mattered much less than I thought it would to my overall life. I'm still glad I did well, and I'm glad that I was able to grow through all of it. I'm just able to acknowledge that my perspective was skewed at the time, and I didn't need to be so worried about what grade I would get or how it was going to all come together. The experiences and memories I have had so far have helped me realize my perspective about the present at any given time is probably very unreliable. They help me realize many things that seem like they'll last forever are still temporary as well. It's just emotions and my inability to see exactly what the future will look like that prevent me from truly seeing the bigger picture and remembering how quickly I will move on from the worry at hand and turn my attention to the next thing to focus on. In all of this, I'm just trying to help you feel a little more peace about whatever you're going through right now, and hopefully convince you that you will be on the other side of it one day. The things you're worried about won't seem so all-encompassing one day. Other difficulties will come up too, and everything may not work out the way you want, but there is a bigger picture you can't see from your current vantage point, and it's not a waste to keep moving forward. If you look at the history of your own life, I'm guessing you can find numerous examples of challenges you got past that seemed insurmountable at the time. You may not feel it now, but you will get through your current challenges as well. I understand if you still don't feel any better and everything seems just as bleak right now. I've been there and I know how powerful the feelings of depression and hopelessness can be when you're in the middle of them. So the words I've said may seem inconsequential. I know when you don't have hope, it can be a very dark and lonely place and nothing seems to help. So if you're in that spot, I have just one request for you. If you're considering taking your own life or harming yourself, please talk about it with someone you trust. If you trust me, you're always welcome to bring that conversation up and be honest, and I will listen without judgment. I genuinely believe you will be in a better spot if you give it more time, so please hold on a little longer. Please trust me that there's still reason for hope, even if you can't see it or understand where it would come from. I guarantee there are people that care about you and are willing to walk alongside you. The things you're feeling are real, but they aren't the full story. Over time, you will be able to see that they're manageable and not as overwhelming as they seem right now. If this doesn't apply to you, I'm sincerely glad, and my appeal to you is to be mindful of the people around you and look for opportunities to share hope with them. Be a little more patient, realizing everyone else is stressed out too. You don't have to pretend things are great or insist that everything is going to work out perfectly in the future. In fact, please don't. Denying the problems doesn't help. All I'm asking is that you share a wider perspective that sees beyond the momentary bleakness. Give people the benefit of the doubt rather than jumping to conclusions. Listen attentively.
and remind them of their strength and resilience. Remind them there's meaning to their struggle and set an example of believing there's a bigger picture and better things ahead. I would love to see a shift where people start losing interest in sharing their opinions about why things are terrible or who to blame and start getting more excited about sharing hope and finding ways to work together to solve problems. Regardless of whether that happens or not, I still believe there are incredible things ahead, even if it's a hard road to get there. I still have hope. See you next time.